Amen. God bless you on today. Pastor Derek Fletcher coming to you with yes and amen. We are a little bit later than usual on today, but the word of God is what the word of God is. And we are in the virtual space. So let's let us pray. We're going to be sharing a little bit about Paul in Ephesians. One about the, the prayer that he prays for to comprehend the fullness of what God has for us. And then the second part is about the unification, Father, Son, under one spirit, and the fulfillment of our goal being in Christ and one with the Father, coupled with the Holy Spirit. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for the word. We thank you that your spirit is working mightily within us. We pray against COVID. We pray against sickness and disease. We declare now our birthright, which is in Jesus Christ. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the many listeners and the manifestation of your Holy Spirit by your people that are on the earth. And so we thank you and we praise you. And we look to you. We look to the higher place which is in heaven not on the loftiness of what men and women are doing not what our neighbors are dictating but we just call out to you because you are abba you are our father and so on today we plan purposely to know your will for our life and the fullness therein that we can comprehend glory to god and, and minute by minute, second by second, as you impart into us, that we move swiftly and quickly toward that in place in you. And so we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Glory to God. So on today, I just want to share a little bit with you. Amen. I have some scriptures here. We're going to just talk about and 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 so last week we talked about a scripture that references uh the kingdom of heaven and and jesus had an observation and he shared it with um with john the baptist and all the followers you know he mentioned about that the kingdom um, of heaven suffers violence and the men and women glory to god take it by force and so we need believers, we need called men and women of God to seek his face. And that's part of the Ephesian prayer, right? Uh, Paul is engaging us to receive even further, receiving even more our inheritance, our impartation, and all the things that God has for us. And so let's go in and take a look. And... Let's take a look. Glory to God. And so he says here, a man in 14 of Ephesians 3, he says, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So he's bowing his knees. And in order for us to do great things in Christ Jesus, amen, and to allow the fullness of of God to manifest, we must take a knee. Taking a knee in the context here is hinged on 
surrendering our own agenda, surrendering what our mind tells us, which is the president of the day, the, the higher echelon of things. We must take a knee and, and surrender our mindset, surrender our need of first position, and take on the need and the discovery of first position of what God is saying um, and what God needs us to do in this realm. And so we have to gravitate. We have to, by prayer and supplication and with long suffering, bow down before God. So we must take a knee. And Paul says, for this cause, I bow my knee. I surrender unequivocally to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't look to my left or my right, to my neighbors. I don't call on the Joneses. I don't even look to the law, the places of what the world says. But before you, God, I take a knee. Before you, God, I bow down. Before you, I take my desire that it decrease and that your intention for my life and my heightened awareness of what it is increase, that I seek it out, that I search it out, glory to God, that I look and I attend to the things of who you are, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Then he, he begins to, in 15, he begins to expound. He begins to give more definition. We're not talking about the doorknob here. We're not talking about this, that, and the other organization. He says, glory to God, of whom the whole heaven, the whole family in heaven and earth is named. The name of Jesus Christ. There's no other name whereby which men and women shall be and can be saved other than the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus Christ. No other name, amen, the one who is seated at the right hand of the Father, the one who is making intercession, the one who knows me by name. My name has been written in the roll book of heaven. Glory to God, because I have claim Jesus as Lord over my life, that name in which every knee shall bow anyway, and every tongue shall have to confess that Jesus is, uh, that Jesus is Lord. And so he takes a knee, amen, and he surrenders as we should. Then he names the name that is above every name. Glory to God, the name that is above the earth, the name that is above every principality, the name that is above every sickness and disease, the name is that is above, hallelujah, mental illness, the name that is above all other names. And then he begins to talk about now I've I've humbled myself. Now I've called out and I've identified who's God and what God of heaven and earth that I am under the authority of in the name of Jesus. 16, he begins to line up a more richer and closer position to God. 
those that worship God, you must worship in spirit and in truth. And so here he begins to say that he would grant you Amen. There's a granting, there's a releasing of those things that are in the spirit that are the secret things. You can't tag those secret things with the, with the natural mind. So you have to tap into the supernatural aspect of who God is. And the only way you can do that is by praying in the inner man, by the truth and essence of what's in your heart. Amen. By reaching into those deep places and you can't go into those deep places until you couple your spirit man into the spirit man of god till you invite the holy spirit into your being into your area you ask god for that impartation and he says here in 16 he says that he would grant you according to riches of his glory so there's some glory there. There's some granting there. There's an inner court experience that God wants to invite you into. But you got to get set. You got to get ready. You got to get your mind. Amen. I say your mind. You got to get your spirit in position. You have to make the ultimate choice that for God, oh, you live. And for God, you die. He says to be strengthened with might by his spirit there's a strengthening position that must take place it can only take place when you humble yourself it can only take place when you get into the deepness of his word and meditate on scripture and call those things that be not as though they were it can only take place when you have a private moment with God and that you are seeking his face and that you are thirsty after the things of him and that your spirit, man, you have cried up, you have laid up, you have wiped away the tears, you have snotted up and there's no other answer uh, that you can seek with the natural part of who you are. Then your spirit, man, begins to cry out and with groanings and then with utterances that the natural man cannot understand. And that will cause a breakthrough in the heavenly realm. That'll cause an opening of some spiritual doors in the name of Jesus. Amen. Some pathways that need to be opened. He said with might by the spirit and the inner man, there has to be a, an inner man calling out into the deep places, into the spirit of who God is. There has to be some uh, some ah, uh, and some utterances that the human mind cannot comprehend. Hallelujah. To get into the place, into the inner court, lay it aside. Amen. All the baggage, the weight and all those things that you can't do anything about, about all those past positions, about all those past contradictions. They have to be laid aside every weight in any thing that so easily besets you and in the inner man it's a spiritual impartation that can only be received by your spirit in the spirit of who god is not by might not by power but by my spirit says the lord glory to god that inner man experience that shando calling experience hallelujah that with groanings and utterances the natural mind cannot comprehend but that the spirit man 
hooks up with the deep places of God. Hallelujah. Call, Paul is calling out into the inner man that the deep call it to the deep. Hallelujah. And so then he gives a, another step into the recipe of the, 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 the consciousness of who God is linking with our consciousness by the spirit giving illumination and enlightenment in the supernatural realm. And when we get that revelation, amen, then our spirit begins to deal with our intellect and our intellect begins to work through choices and decisions that we have to make. And then we have a revelation and then that revelation is coupled through and then we make a decisive choice to live for the things of God. Hallelujah. Anyway, 17 says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. Glory to God. We invite Christ in according to Romans. Glory to God. Forgive me for the congestion. Hallelujah. We speak uh, and we cast down, hallelujah, COVID-19 and all the repercussions that come with it, that we are under the blood of Jesus, that he covers us, hallelujah, that we are seated in heavenly places and that uh, the divine protocol of heaven, hallelujah, is in order, hallelujah, that Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father, making mention of you and I, hallelujah, and so by our heart string and by our confession that Jesus is Lord, hallelujah, we confess it with our mouth, we must first believe it within our heart, and so we seek him with all that we have, it says, dwell in your hearts and mind that Christ may dwell, that the character and the spirit of who Christ is, because we have introduced him into our heart, we have called him out, and we have received revelation that he is the firstborn of his kind, that he is all man and all God. Hallelujah. He is the paradoxical situation that occurred by his birth coming through the birth canal of the Virgin Mary. And so it says that ye being rooted and grounded in love, love caused the finished work on the cross to take place. The love of what the hope was that needed to take place. And so in your hearts in 17 talks about what's grounded and rooted within your heart by faith. Amen. And so we must have and understand and grasp hold of the agape flavor of love through Jesus Christ. He was hung up. He was beat up. He was slapped up for us. Glory to God. And then he went down into the crevices of hell and, and, and brought out the keys of death, hell, and the grave. And he ascended to the earthly realm for a time frame to prove out the scripture and to prove out where he had been and what he was about to do and to ascend up. Hallelujah. And so by faith, we believe in that we receive it and we are rooted and grounded by his love, the ultimate commandment that we love uh, the Father with all of our heart, with all of our might, with all of our strength, with all of our spirit. And then the second is that we love our neighbor 
just as ourself. Glory to God. So he's coupling some things. We've reached into the holies of holies. We've humbled ourselves. We prepared ourselves. And by the heaven, we have addressed the holy places and the family of heaven. And now we're entering in with moanings, utterances, and groans that the natural man cannot understand. And then by faith, we receive the fullness and the impartation of our birthright in Jesus Christ. And the holding factor is by his love. Glory to God. And, and, and we receive the fullness of his love, the agape, unconditional. And we, we have to by day and every morning and every noon, every morning, afresh, anew. Glory to God. And by his spirit, coupled with this spirit, and so he says here, amen, how can we understand and comprehend the deepness of God? Now we, we are in, we are in the, the place and now we are moving toward the hallelujah, the secret place. We are moving toward, we've laid aside every weight and we've entered in with moanings, utterance and groanings, hallelujah. And now we're entering into that mercy seat position in that place. Glory to God. We are entering in where the silence of the world has been uh, 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 moved out and, 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 and now we are entering in. Now, by faith, God is now going to impart some things within you. Hallelujah. And it's up to you to receive it. And Paul here is talking about the deepness, the width, the breadth of the things of God. The natural man cannot measure, comprehend, or come up with or equate with it. His statues, hallelujah, and his word is far more valuable than the silver and gold that is upon the earthly realm. Hallelujah. His eternal promises are always yes and amen. So let's read this. Glory to God. I in 18, it says, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. You can't even comprehend the deepness of God. You can't even measure uh, the fullness of what God has for you, not with the natural mind, but with the spirit. Hey, man, you can gain an inkling. You can gain a small precept of the things of what God is saying. Hallelujah. And so from that end, from that cause and from that place, glory to God, we gain insight. Amen. Paul is saying that he is so wide in 18. He is so deep. Hallelujah. He is so high. How can we comprehend? Hallelujah. How can we? Glory to God in 19, he says, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth all understanding, that ye may be filled with all the fullness of God. Well, saints, I want to tell you, to know it is to receive it. And so we must receive the fullness of his love without even double thinking it. Amen. And when we receive the fullness of the love of Christ, it'll allow us to operate on the earth. It will allow us, amen, to function. It will allow men and women to have part 
in the witness of the supernatural move of God's spirit within us. Glory to God. And those are the truth of the elements that allow men and women to ask, what must I do to be saved? Glory to God. Hallelujah. This looks like it's going to be a two-parter lesson. Here is the comprehension. This first part is, um, and, and we can't comprehend um, everything about what's relevant to others. We must comprehend everything that's relevant about the things of God for us at this time and what it is that he needs us to do, who it is that he needs us to impact within the earthly realm. Glory to God. 19 says to know the love of Christ. Amen. To know the love which passes all understanding that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. There's a fullness track that he wants you to have. He wants you to be so full of his glory that nothing by no means will separate you from his love, that not even travail, not even the scourges of what the world says that we should be afraid of, that we should be so entrenched into the things of what God says that we are, amen, that we can walk into the lion's den and not have fear, glory to God, that we can be in prison like Paul and continue to write letters and to impact those. I'm not saying that you're going to be placed in the lion's den. I'm not saying that you're going to be placed in prison. What I'm saying is that there are sufferings and perils that we have as cause and effects because we follow after Jesus. What I'm saying to you is that whatever it is and whatever God has shown you that is the will for your life, that you continue on, that you endure hardness as a good soldier, that you continue into the things that God has called you into and that you not turn back the gospel plow, that you not turn back and look back to that old lifestyle. Glory to God that you enter in with groanings and utterances, that you lay aside the weights of the present pandemic scenario. Amen. But take the countermeasures, take the mask, do all that stuff. Glory to God. But anyway, here he's saying, hallelujah, that ye might be filled. You need the Holy Ghost in you, through you, and, and, and within you outside of you amen there's someone watching there's someone looking and they want to know about uh christ they want to know about your god and so if, if you don't have that fullness in you the revelation uh, that they'll receive from your life will go counter but when you have the impartation of god within you the revelation the fulfilling the movement of god within you will cause you to expand your territory in the things of Christ. Amen. It says now unto him, he's given an exiting salutation. Part two about the oneness of Christ. We will come to that in our next part of our sharing. So we're going to cut it off at 21. It says now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or thing according to the power that worketh in us. He says, unto him 
be glory to the churches by Christ Jesus throughout all age, ages, world without end. Amen. So on today we shared, and we're going to get with that one as part. It's going to be a part two word. We talked about humbling yourself before the mighty hand of God, kneeling down in prayer and in meditation to get ushered into the promise and into the place of God and before the family of heaven in the name of Jesus Christ. Then Paul says, granting you access according to the riches, according to the riches, granting you full access. Amen. You've been called. You've been adopted. You've been selected. You've been chosen by God. Hallelujah. And so we enter into that chosen place by groanings and utterances within the inner man. And when that comes and he looks upon our heart and we're grounded and rooted in love and we're interconnected by his spirit, then he comes in and gives us revelation. Then he comes in and gives us understanding. Then he comes in and recognizes us and, and shows us who we really are. And when we see by faith who we really are, we accept it. And when we accept it, amen, then he shows us the deep, the depth, the breadth, the width, the openness of what it is that he has for us. And then he grants us the ability to go forward and make witnesses uh, and, and turn witnesses into men and women. Glory to God. Amen. That's the word on today. Amen. Ephesians 3, 14 and 21. And we'll get back to you on part two of the lesson on today. Amen. God bless you. Amen. And we look forward to hearing from you. There's going to be a part two. Amen. We love you in Jesus' name.